0: Hey, welcome to Homeless Lodge. Uh, we are, Ron. How you doing? Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you.
1: Okay, good.
0: Good. I'm doing, so I'm
1: doing. I'm doing pretty good.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I've heard you've been having some health problems, my friend, and we're all praying for you. You know that, right?
1: Yeah. Right on, man.
0: So, um, so tell me, uh, tell us, tell the listeners, um, what you do or what you used to do. How you got started and everything like that? Well, a yeah, back.
1: yeah, okay. I was I was uh, homeless myself for a period of time, and I was <clears throat> I was an active crack addict for for that time of homelessness. And uh, at some point, when I became stabilized and housed, housed, and uh, clean, I decided that uh, what I needed to do was. I, I need to give back because I left a lot of brothers and sisters out in the street, okay? Uh, that, yeah. didn't, that didn't have the advantage that I have of getting clean and housed. So uh, what I did is I went to access Tucson and learned how to uh, shoot video. They don't exist any longer, but fortunately they did when I, when I needed them. And, and uh, I learned how to shoot video And I started shooting videos of homeless people and encampments and individuals. And you can find my videos on YouTube under Ron Austin. Uh, I'm I'm the one with the blue face. Okay. I, I, I gave myself a blue face to separate myself from all the other Ron Austins on YouTube.
0: Yeah, it seems like there's a bunch. Yeah, right.
1: So yeah, uh, so so I, I focused on that for quite some time until 45 became elected, and then I realized I says, well, you know, I'm I am alternative media, and that I need to expand my horizons as far as educating people about the reality of stuff. So I started. So I started uh, shooting uh, uh, the video shooting. Events that that organizations and nonprofits and individuals were producing to fight against uh, uh, the, the 45 regime, and, uh, and and the problem was was that mainstream media wasn't uh, documenting these events, okay, unless it unless it paid them some money. So I was doing, I was doing this I was doing this for free. I mean because because of community, okay you know because of community I, I was doing this and then um, and then somewhere along the line I got sick which I still am sick but not as sick as what I was then uh, and uh, I got a divorce. And I, I was originally living in Tucson and I moved to Bale uh, when I got married. And, and then when I got divorced, I moved from Benson to where I'm at now. I moved from Bale to Benson to where I'm at now. And because of my illness uh, and because my car is in the shop, uh, I'm limited as far as capability of, of actually doing real. Uh, Activism. So, what I did, I created a a blog on Medium, and that gives me an outlet for my need to be an activist at the present. And I'm I'm looking for other means that uh, uh, a couch warrior (laughs) could uh, uh, could advocate for uh, for the community.
0: Well, and see that. Uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, at the current time, uh, I'm looking for some people for the podcast to help me out with that. Uh, I'm looking for like a producer, one, someone that can get people to schedule to be on the show. Uh huh. And then I'm looking for like a co-host and uh, several other spots, like an editor, somebody that can do editing and all that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I was thinking have... about if you have kind of all the connections. I'd like to make you like a producer.
1: A producer. And, and what does that mean in your
0: in your well, so what I would like to see is somebody that schedules shows. Like they can reach out to the nonprofits who have programs for homeless people or homeless people that want to be on the show and have a voice. Uh and and get them to be on the show because as you know I'm not very well suited for talking to people and they don't take to me very <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> You're a whole lot better than what you used to be, Roy. <laughs>
0: I've definitely been working on that, but, you know, I still have a lot of work to do. People still don't take too kindly to me. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I guess I come across as aggressive or something.
1: Yeah, really see, I'm not but there's, but there's nothing I mean you do come, along, come come across aggressive but there's nothing wrong with that okay because you're an advocate for your cause okay and in order right. to in, in order to advocate in order to get people to change their mind you have to knock them off their perches okay you may have to make them feel uncomfortable about the status quo and the right. only way to do that is to be aggressive and assertive yeah.
0: And I've always been good at that. Yeah. <laughs> so have you noticed all that low-income housing that's been going up?
1: Yeah, but, but, you know, the problem is it's not enough. Right. I, I, and, and personally, I, I am concerned about one thing that's going on in Tucson, uh, which was I was enlightened by my friend Kathleen Dreyer. I don't know if, she, if you know her. Uh, she's a professional photographer, and she's also an advocate. And that uh there's been a lot of homeless sweeps going on in Tucson. Okay.
0: There are huh? A lot of um a lot of bulldozing, they come out, they'll yeah. put a seventy hour notice out and then within yeah. like three or four hours they'll be out there with a bobcat and a fucking garbage truck, yeah. uh, ready to bulldoze those camps. But these are people mainly that are like trashing their area, you know. Like I was just in the Dalball Heights neighborhood, man. And you would not believe how bad it was. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, you know, you know me, Ron, I, I believe in doing the right thing. I don't believe in, like, uh, being wrong about what I do. Right. And I don't believe in advocating for anybody that does wrong. And for the longest time, it was like uh, stores were claiming me for other people's shoplifting. So I would get kicked out of stores. Right. And uh, so I, I told everybody on Castro... I said, look, first of all, I'm going to let y'all know right now, the city has asked me to come talk to you guys about cleaning this place up. And um, they're not going to wait very long. They're pretty mad. Uh, You guys got, you know, a little bit of time, but I'm letting you know if it doesn't clean up, they're going to be here to bulldoze everybody. Well, I kept trying to talk to them. And, you know, dumb as they are, they wouldn't listen. They were putting their drug paraphernalia in Balboa Heights neighborhood park. Yeah. Which is also called a school because it's sponsored by an a school. So to me that's a school. yeah, you know it's yeah. a school program. and uh, they, they, they 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 so the, the, I told the city, I said, you know what? I tried. I did what I could. These people aren't listening. I don't know what to, what to do about it, but I tried right. You know? well,
1: you, well, you know the thing is. Okay, I understand that because you know when I worked for Primavera, you know I retired. Okay, yeah. Um, When I worked for Primavera, I did the homeless outreach thing. Okay, like when the city was going to go in and and bulldoze a camp or something like that, I would go out there and tell the people what was going to happen, when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen. Here's some resources for housing and so forth and so on. And yes, I told them myself. I said, you know. I was homeless. But the thing is, is that, you know, these camps, some of these camps I went through were garbage dumps. Okay. And I well, told them. I mean, what do you what do you expect? There's houses over here and there's houses over there. And these people see you and this garbage and this crap all over the goddamn place. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they see all this stuff all over the place. And so there are they are going to call the city and you are going to be evicted. Says, right. What do you expect? Say, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If they would just keep it clean most of the time, the city would leave them alone.
1: Yeah, you know, when I was homeless myself, i I, I lived in the desert, okay? Uh uh-huh. But what, what I did was I kept my area clean, okay? Right. And, uh, and 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 then when it when other homeless people moved in and started trashing shit, uh, yeah, I did it again. Yeah, okay. Uh, when other homeless people came in and started trashing stuff, then I would move to another area and, and keep my area clean. And eventually, those people that I left would get right. swept. It would get swept.
0: Okay, right.
1: right. And I never I never did understand that, but slowly. I started acquiring an understanding, okay? It's just like drugs and alcohol, you know? Uh, the, the house people, the homeless people down because they, a lot of them drug and they drink. Well, hell, I mean, if you had to live the life that they had to live, you would drink and drug also, okay? To, to, get, a, to get a little bit of peace and quiet, okay? And I think that's the same thing Trashing an area, okay. It's a it's it's a symbol of of it's a symbol of, of desperation, okay. Of having a, to live in these conditions,
0: okay. It's a cry for help.
1: Right. So a cry for help. Right. And uh, that's all it is. It's just like you know uh, when people riot and stuff like that. Uh, right. And, and and then you know the everybody the city. Blames uh, uh, the rioters and such, but the rioters are co- are, are, are are calling for help. Okay, because right. there's something there's something dreadfully wrong in their community, and nobody's listening. So the only way to get their attention is to burn up shit and knock out windows.
0: Right, and see, yeah. I was trying to give them that way because you know this this is heard by a lot of people. Like, they may not be a lot of people, but it's heard by the people that need to hear. it. Yeah. So, HUD's been following me for quite some time the federal government. Mm-hmm. They've been following my page on Facebook, and they listen to the podcast a lot. I talk to one of them maybe, all the time. Yeah. And then I got like, Marlene of Balboa Heights Neighborhood Park, of neighborhood, Balboa Heights Neighborhood. She listens to the podcast. She watches my Facebook. And so... I could help create change if people would change. Yeah. But some somebody told me once that sometimes the most valuable change comes from within first. Yeah. And that's yeah. something I was trying to influence on others, but they don't get